Want to talk? Want to do a podcast? Good morning, Tuscaloosa. And Northport. Yeah, and all you people around the world. Yes. You know what made me think of <clears throat> Robin Williams in Good Morning Vietnam? Oh, uh, yeah. That I was love so Robin good. Williams. He was I did, just, too. You know, he would, he would hire all the homeless people to work on his shows and stuff. Really? I didn't know mm-hmm. that. He was a really good person. Um, you know what we were talking about uh, this weekend? Uh, we were watching the Grammys, and Billy Crystal was on there. And you remember how many good movies Billy Crystal was in? Mm-hmm. And I'd said, my uncle asked me, he goes, hey, have your kids ever seen, like, we were just, I was like, oh, what's the cowboy movie he was in? Oh, and yeah. the old guy's name was Cookie. And my uh, aunt was like, City Suckers. Yes. Those, and there were like yes. three of them. Yeah. I wonder, I got to so ask good. my kids if they've seen that. Because you know how funny that first one was? I it's don't straight remember. up I, funny. I just, it was so funny. <clears throat> I wonder that if and they would have it. it was good funny. It wasn't any dirtiness. Yeah. It was so funny. It was, yeah. I he was in that. some good ones. Really good ones. He really was. Yeah. Wasn't he on Harry Met when Harry Met Sally? Yeah. Yeah. He was in that one. But City Slickers, oh, in Three Amigos. I don't remember that one. I mean, uh, I remember the name. I don't remember that. It was movie. like three guys that like went, were going to go to Mexico, and then they had to hide from the law or something, and so they dressed up as Three Amigos. Oh, my god. And gosh. they rode these donkeys everywhere, and they got in all kind of trouble. That sounds but, funny. But, yeah, it's so funny. I don't know how I got off on that tangent, but... How did you get off on that? I don't really know. Oh, because we said, you said, good morning, Tuscaloosa. Yeah. My attention span is like this. Yeah. Sorry. You know, here's a little ADHD. Yeah. And dyslexia. I think they might go hand in hand, maybe. They they could. Mm. Very well. So, what's going on? Nothing. Yeah. I'm ready to eat lunch here in a little bit. Uh, Yeah. I think we're going to go. Yeah. Well... What are we going to talk about today, Joel? Uh, you wanted to talk about, we talked about this a lot. Well, not a lot, but we've talked about it over the years. The last, yeah, confidence. Confidence in ourselves, confidence, you know, as girls, as moms, as, you know, we've got young adult women in our lives, our daughters. Mm-hmm. And we just talked about how, you know, it's so hard to instill confidence, you know. It is. I think it comes easier for some people than others, but. Mm-hmm. Even the most confident people are not confident about True. everything. And I agree. it's not that they're really trying to hide it. It's just that, you know, the overriding thought is, wow, they seem so com- confident. And then there's still things that they're, you know, it's almost hard to believe that they're I not. I think so too. But they, but they actually are not. And then the people that know them best know that about them. Yeah. I think everybody has areas that they are less than confident about. I do too. Um, I do too. I think, yeah, and if you've got to have self, self-confidence self in yourself too. And I think that's so hard to instill. What, what do you want to share some of your areas that you're less than confident about? Oh my God. Go no, first? I like have a million. <laughs> I don't like the wrinkles around my eyes. I don't like my flabby thighs. Right now I'm pissed off at my abdomen because menopause is kicking it i don't like the thought of wearing a bathing suit right now i don't or shorts i'm so white and i'm wearing short sleeves i will say this you know when we went to athleta a few years ago and we were buying swimsuits and that one years ago yeah no i mean this happened a few years ago a couple years ago and some lady was looking she was real tiny and Mm -hmm. she was looking for her size they didn't have it and this the sales lady brought out like this literally like a swim dress from like the pilgrims you, were you not with like me? the duggars no i don't it, think it was I terrible was there with you for and that. she was like she was what about this and she was like do i look bad enough to wear that and yeah, I that's thought, insulting it was insulting but now now at this point in my life i'm thinking man i hope i can find that dress 
I don't think Andy would be a big fan of the dress. <laughs> I'm going to go out the there. Good, the good thing about men is that, like, I read this thing one yeah. time that said they see their wives like they were when you were first married. So they they really, they, they think we look a lot better than we think we look. And we're so hard on ourselves. Yeah. And as we get older, there's just things that can't totally be prevented no. or even fixed. I mean... I feel like my thighs, like the skin of them, are like going like like down like creepy. in a way. Yes, that I just mm. think is just like so nasty, and I don't really know how to fix that. And then I've got the extra butt that I am kind of working on. Your underbutt. <laughs> my underbutt that I yeah. don't, you know, think is ideal. And now all the girls are trying to get these really big butts or whatever. But I mean, let's talk about cellulite because everybody has it. Everybody has it. You know, and it's not attractive at all. Mm-hmm. I do feel like my legs are less squishy now. You know, when you sit up, like I have my, my friend Sherry, you know, Sherry. Yeah. I told her, I, I mean, like at her worst, she looks better than everybody else. Okay. Yeah. And she, like her legs, like she, you know, she sits down and, you know, your leg is like this. Well, not this, not, you know, whatever. Okay. But your leg is like this, you know, and then you and sit down and it squishes. Hers isn't squish. I mean, there's no squish. Is she genetically? She just, just. She was a bodybuilder, and is she, she still? would no, but she would roll like tractor tires up hills as part of her workout. So, but does she I still mean, work I'm out never at all? Gonna, <clears throat> oh yeah, she's. I mean, she still works out. Yes, uh, but well, some people are I'm, just going to look like that. Though. I'm just saying, maybe she's genetics like, probably helped her some, but she works her butt off. But well, I, and I think mine are, my legs are less squishy. I'm, <laughs> maybe it's delusional, but I'm just going to like believe it in my heart. Um. Yeah, I just did my body fat not the other day not to spend how do you do that oh you get on one of those scales and i literally first of all i had the same jacket on with my uh yoga pants joel says that we've got to change up our clothes because this is what i have in in my picture but i like it because it's thick i know (laughs) we got to quit going for comfort so i did have this on and you're supposed to take off any like loose layers i get that and i didn't and the nurse didn't tell me to straight up i got off of that thing and i was like that has never been my number, even at my worst. Is so, it is it is measuring BMI or what is yeah. it measuring? Okay. So yeah. you know you can just enter it in a little calculator, your height and weight. Is this is like way more amazing? I they say it is and I don't know mm-hmm. how accurate it is, but I was like, I'm just gonna tell you that's not my zip code. So <laughs> I was like, it's not. I was like that so did is you like tell nine, them and I need y'all to fix this. I was like, it's that's literally like nine points off. Whoa. I was, she was like, there's no mm-hmm. way. That's what she On the me. BMI? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. I said, you can take your BMI. And shove it. <laughs> and stick it in your. <laughs> no, I didn't say that. I was BMI. very sweet. But I was like, <clears throat> that's not my number. I just still don't believe it's really my number because I don't feel like that's my number. I just don't. Okay, what does BMI actually tell us? Body it, mass index. Okay, I know what it's... Well, they weigh, they weigh your bones. They take into account your bones and your organs and stuff. Okay. And then everything that's not that. Because okay. the density is so different when they do the little scan. You know, yeah. you hold on to it. You stand still. You, you just, you know, don't move. And it kind of starts one leg, then the next, then your torso, it's then your scan? arm. Yeah. Like a scan? Oh. No, you just hold on to it. I don't know how it does it. Radioactive? I don't know. Like radio waves? I don't know. Oh, she's radioactive now, and I'm sitting right next yeah, to her. Yeah, so I Not just kind of don't really feel like, yeah, it's COVID. Uh, it's no, the China flu. Oh, uh, my God. <clears throat> that's what they were calling it today. <laughs> 
Is that a new? Is that a new? China Gold, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. So I do think that's really interesting. I've never gotten in one of those. That number made my confidence literally scrape the bottom of the floor. Well, I I I told you I put these pants on today, and they're like a. They're from Bossy. We love Bossy. Oh, I love Bossy. Um, and I love their leggings, but these are like their mm. joggers, but they're made out of their legging material. Yeah, they're not as spandexy, but they have a get, yeah. they, like, but they're still they're not loose and baggy like sweatpants. Right. So <laughs> since I do not have a thigh gap, mm-hmm. which is another issue, yeah, um, <clears throat> that area is kind of tighter than I want it to be, but less tight than like tights or leggings. So today I like put them on. And then I'm like, these better be a certain size <laughs> because I know. they better not be in my bigger size category size and be this tight. Matters. So I'm like pulling them down, like looking in between my legs to see what what it says. And I'm like, well, thank gosh, at least at least it's not as yeah. bad as I as it could have been. But anyway, True. I guess you know that might fall into the category of things that I wish I probably didn't care about, you know, but we try to do healthy, make healthy but choices you wanna... and stay healthy. Cause I want to, uh, we were at the one game the other week and this old lady, bless her heart, she fell almost. And I'm like, Whoa, you know, trying to catch her. And the, then Josie goes, mom, she's patting me. Mom, that's how you're going to be when you're old. I go, oh, no, ma'am, I am not. Um, I will be continuing with the total gym. And I'm now definitely signing myself up for Pilates because, yeah. you know, one of the things that Angel at Pilates says is that, or maybe it was Eleanor, I don't remember, that one thing more than any other thing that puts a person in a nursing home is the fact that their body is not strong enough to sit down on the toilet and then get back up. Yeah. No, I know. I am not going to a nursing home because I can't sit down on the toilet, so I'm going to have to go ahead and, you know, pre-work. Well, and you, yeah. So I fell down the steps a couple weeks ago by accident. I was, I went to go talk to my son in his room and, uh, he was terrified. My socks were really slick. So I, I was at the top of the, it, and it's a landing. So, I mean, it was only like, I don't know, seven or eight steps and then the landing. And, um, didn't your I, mom always tell you don't wear socks and wood no. stairs? Okay. I didn't, I didn't get that kind of advice. So I um, stepped on the second step and I slid, but I caught myself in the middle of my back. And so anyway, long story short, I was telling a friend of mine that, and she was like, she started laughing and I started laughing. I was like, oh my gosh, I cannot believe I did. She was, what if you'd have broke your hip? And I was like, oh my gosh. And then I started laughing. And then I was like, what if I'd have just laid at the bottom of the landing, like kind of crooked and like pretended I was not awake. Not alive? No. Like, oh, like you were in a coma? And Andy was I like, mean, like that's a not funny. The word? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He so. Was, I know. Caitlin was like, oh, mom, are you okay? He's like walking you to your bedroom. Yeah. And he's like, she's fine. And he was like, what was that noise? And I was like, I just fell on the steps. He goes, man, I thought it was something. I mean, he was like, that was loud. And I was like, no kidding. Thank you, Andy. It was like, yeah, I don't know. They're not nearly as worried about us as we're worried about ourselves. He knows I'm strong. He knows I could take it. I didn't even have one bruise from them. Dang. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I told you about, now, he'll probably listen to this and I'll get some feedback. We'll just say one of my medical professionals, okay? Okay. Told me that he's been going to 
get a massage at this place in town that to me sounds like extremely sketchy, but it's probably 40 to $50 cheaper. Yeah. You know, it's than, probably like getting your nails done when you get your nails done, you know, at a salon, it's more expensive than just running into a run in place and okay. it's a run in massage place. Oh, I think you might have to have an appointment, but they do like the rocks and everything. But he said he, he was like, there's the people that do it are so little bitty, but he's like, I came out and like my tailbone is braised. Like my wife said, who is a friend of ours. Oh my gosh, you're, what is going on with the back there? <laughs> you know? And that's so, so funny. Yeah, so he just had a massage and got seriously bruised. You fell down a half a flight of stairs and you're no bruises. You're good. Yeah. You're like Steven though. Steven yeah. literally one time he had to have some kind of procedure and he was taking this medicine. I'm not good with narcotics at all. And I'm like, you better be careful about that. And you had just had shoulder surgery. And I said, I think Jill just took that. He said, how'd my sister do? I was like, she was fine. He's like, I'll be fine too. I mean, that, they're, <laughs> they're exactly the same in so many ways. I know. And he was, he took it and it was totally fine. Yeah. And speaking of hips, somebody I know that's around our age just had hip surgery yesterday. And I think she's doing pretty good, but that sounds terrible. I know, right? I don't like surgery. No, but I guess it's better to do it younger than older. True. So, what advice would you give to people? Let's go back. We're going to get back on the confidence track. Um, Um, What advice would you give? What advice do you give to your girls about confidence? Well, I mean, I think most of our confidence Mm -hmm. comes from the Lord. So, Mm -hmm. I also think a lot of the confidence can come from our parents and how Mm -hmm. we were raised. If they are, if they're very um, themselves, whatever that is, they're just they are who they are, mm-hmm. then that encourages us to be who we are, you yeah, know, true. and if they're supportive and they love us or whatever, but everybody doesn't have that. Mm-hmm. And so, um, I mean, I definitely had that from my dad. And so I'm very thankful for that. I think my kids have that mm-hmm. with Steven, but some of them are more confident than others. So that's not the only thing that matters. I do really believe that as you, you know, read the Bible and you re- see who God says you are, that mm-hmm. builds just a ton of confidence. In fact, did I say this? I don't know, but John Maxwell writes all these leadership's books and mm-hmm. he's actually a pastor, but he's not serving in that role. And he, I think he has like a hundred books. It's ridiculous. I mean, and he's just known as the leadership guy. And as I'm reading this book for Mm -hmm. one of my classes, I'm like, this is so weird. I apply so much Mm -hmm. of this stuff and I don't ever remember being taught this. How would I know to do that? That's so interesting. And towards the end of the book, he says, everything in here is scripturally based. Really? And I thought, well, I've been reading the Bible since I was nine. So I, I so do funny. think that it just gets in you and works in you in a way that yeah. you don't even realize it's happening, you know? That's very interesting. So I guess I would say, you know, don't believe what the world says about you mm-hmm. or even really what you feel about yourself, but believe what the word says about you. That is excellent. Excellent so, advice. That's what I would say. And just be you because <clears throat> mm-hmm. there's only one you. 
you know, like, I, I wish I could remember what it is, but, like, statistically speaking, you were definitely meant to be here. The num mm -hmm. the, the parents that got together mm -hmm. to have you, the number of sperm, the egg, like, all these things. You're right. It's so, you know, I read a, um, <clears throat> a thing a friend of mine had posted, um, Gina Simpson. She's an amazing person. She's, I really genuinely just love her. She is a professor at Alabama in um, entrepreneurship. And she said, posted something and it said something to the effect of, you know, everybody's in awe and amazement that when you wake up and you see an amazing, you know, mountain, sunset, sunrise, but yet you don't see the beauty that God created that, but he also created you, mm -hmm. you know, and you think about it and it's true. It really, after reading that, it made me kind of think, oh, I shouldn't be so down on myself sometimes, you know? I mean, absolutely, mate, when you said that she posted something, I remember that I screenshot several things that I thought were mm -hmm. pretty good along that regard, but I didn't see that, but I do think that's so true, and yeah. everybody is gifted so uniquely, and we need that, like, yeah. we need you, so, like, don't try to be a fabrication of somebody mm -hmm. else, I think that we see things in other people, and we think, oh, I, I want to be like mm -hmm. that, and some of that is good, but still be true to who you are, even if it's different than everybody else. And I think that's really hard in high mm -hmm. school, you know, and as we get older, it gets somewhat easier, but I think we all go through phases. So I do too. And like, I heard this person one time say, I just don't know how to be me. And I thought I wanted to step in so bad and go, you just be you stop mm -hmm. worrying about. I think, I think young adults or young teenagers or whatever think I have to portray this image this you know I've got to be fun I've got to be exciting I gotta have this amazing life and I gotta post everything and it's not about that just be you you don't have to you're not trying to impress somebody just be you I mean you don't have to tell funny jokes you don't have to be the life of the party you don't have to be the smartest in the guy just be you I totally just be agree you. with that be authentic I mean you and I are pretty different but I, I We're like, extremely different, I like but I that think because that we, I, I got enough of me right here. I don't need, I don't, I don't really no, want to be I good mean, friends with another um, me. But I mean, you know, I think that that adds value and yeah. it adds fun. And this quote right here says, who does she think she is? And then the other person says, well, it appears she is someone living her life unconcerned with who you think she is. Mm -hmm. I yeah. thought that was really good. I like those ones that say, you know, why do you care what they say about you? They're always going to talk about somebody. Just well, be you. my mother-in-law says something that's really good. And, yeah. and she says, you know, when they stop talking about you, then she said something like you're not value. You're not, it's not that you're not about, you're not, um, what, what is something about, she, yeah, she, I remember her saying it. She was like, when you're not they, important or you're yeah. not, they're basically you're not making a difference or yeah. you're not, it's not really that you're not important, but. You know, so don't let that bother you is what she's yeah. trying to say. You're making a difference. You're doing something. You're trailblazing yeah. a path, you know, and, and people, they're going to talk about you whether you do it this way or that way. If you True. are a young mom and you decide to nurse, somebody's not going to like it. If you mm -hmm. decide to bottle feed, somebody else is not going to like that. I mean, you have to do what you think is right. In that exactly. case, you're that kid's mom for a reason. So. Yeah, I mean, don't worry about somebody else's opinions because we all know what opinions are. Everybody's got one. Yeah, and everybody gets to have an and opinion. And who cares what their opinion is? So I don't care. Doesn't this, bother me. This was a good quote, too. It says, my mom told me, you can lie down for people to walk on you, and they will still complain that you're not flat enough. Live your life. Ooh, send that to me. Okay. 
I yeah. read it again. My mom told me you can lie down for people to walk on you and mm-hmm. they will still complain that you're not flat enough. Live your life anyway. It's from Mature Gambino. That's where that one's from. Huh. I'll send it to you. No, I do like that. I would send you some, but we're using my phone, so. Well, you know. <laughs> yeah. This I was, was thinking, cute. Just this said, it. adult female friendships are mostly sending memes and helping diagnose psychopaths in each other's lives. Yeah. <laughs> that didn't totally go together, but I mean, but like, still, it was kind of funny. I do like those. And this, you know, um, it says, I can't, kindness, what a simple way to tell another struggling soul that there is love to be found in this world. And I think it's so important to, like, cheer each other on. So, mm-hmm. like, when somebody accomplishes something amazing, mm-hmm. we should be super excited for them. I think there was a there was a quote that went around for a while that said, if your circle is not cheering you on, you need a different circle. Oh, I saw that, and I do like that. You know? I do like that. I like it a lot, too. I'm so mm-hmm. proud for people when they, like, do amazing things. Yeah. Get their dream job. Start a business. Like get a degree, whatever yeah. it is that they like put some serious work into and I think so and accomplished. I think it's so exciting mm-hmm. and it really should spur us on and think, well, if they did it, then we can do what our dream is, what we want well, instead of just being jealous like, uh, they got that I know. or they did I mean, that and why why not me? I always tell my kids, hey, be happy for people that 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 fulfill what they're doing or they're successful because that will incite you to find yours, what's your path that you're looking for. And and that person might come back to you and be like, Hey, I remember when you supported me so well mm-hmm. and I appreciate it. Let me let me stand behind you too. Yeah. And I think that's so important for kids to know that they have a support group, you know. Yeah. And that, you know, just do you. Absolutely. Absolutely. Do well, I feel you. good about and we'll, this. We'll cheer you on too. Yeah, absolutely. We'll be so excited for you. Sounds good. Tell us, I, that would be so cool if y'all would just tell us some things that you are super proud of that you yeah. have accomplished like in the last year or two. We'd love to hear that. Yeah, we would. All right. Have a good one. See you later. Bye. Thanks for listening. Follow us on Facebook at Real Deal Friends and Instagram at The Real Deal Friends. Have questions? Email us at therealdealfriends at gmail.com.